Joe Siddle. Tom Crawford. Holy Mackinac, you're listening to Win City Sports. What up, everybody? Welcome back to the Win City Sports Podcast, presented by Annisburg Chevrolet Buick GMC. My name is Drake Moore, your host for the Win City Sports Podcast every Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere podcasts are found, featuring interviews with local athletes, coaches, entrepreneurs, and much more. Also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at WinCity underscore sports. Again, Windsor's only local sports podcast. Uh, for over five years running now, this is our return episode as well. Today is Monday, October 4th, 2021, and it's episode 227 of Win City Sports. So the return of the pod, um, again, five years going strong technically uh, for four straight years. Uh, we did an episode almost every week, every Thursday. Uh, at the very beginning, if I uh, couldn't secure an interview or something, we would skip that week. But 2018, 19, and 20 up until June 2020, every single week except for like Christmas and New Year's. And, you know, in the thick of the pandemic in June of 2020, not a lot of stuff was going on. Um, in the sports world, a lot was going on in my life. I was busy, so I decided to take the podcast from a weekly podcast to bi-weekly. Really fit well with my schedule. And in all that, we, we dropped C-Jam as well. It used to be a radio show on C-Jam 99.1 FM in Windsor, Detroit. Um, and I had to drop that just to free up some time for myself. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, it, it, things were, were kind of tough to to keep afloat with the Win City Sports Podcast. And then it kind of caught up to me a year later, this June. So for a whole year, we did a bi-weekly podcast. And then, you know, I had a, I had another one last uh, last August, episode 226, which I actually, on the podcast, mentioned it was 227, which was kind of incorrect. Uh, we do have a bonus episode with Jake the Snake Roberts out there. So technically, this is my 228th episode, but in the catalog, it's called episode 227. Uh, that being said, in the summer, I took a trip out to BC and Alberta, met up with Josh Cameron, former boxer, who told a story on the show here uh, two years ago, episode 160. We caught up, we hung out, uh, gave me a place to stay, and we wanted to do another podcast, so we did one uh, over the summer. You can check that out. Our last episode, uh, wherever you're listening to this one, and uh, that was kind of just like an impromptu episode. I thought maybe things like this will happen if I get the opportunity to to interview someone, things will just pop up and I'll, and I'll do it that way. But, um, I decided, you know, with, with the return of sports, sports are back now, this pandemic where it looks like we're at the tail end of it. So hopefully that's the case. And there were some, some new additions to the Windsor Spitfires that really drew me to, to start doing interviews again. So that's kind of how this thing came to be. I decided maybe we'll reach out and try and get some sponsors. One thing that we've never done before. We've been lucky enough to, to, Uh, be granted our our official sponsor, our main sponsor, Amesburg Chevrolet Buick GMC. And if you're a local business out there or or something, you're looking to sponsor someone, we still have some few very cheap um, opportunities open. So reach out to us if interested. But I decided, you know, hockey season is just around the corner. It's time to to try and do this again. Uh, No better time, really. Uh, This Thursday, Windsor Spitfire's home opener for the first time in two years. Oh, almost two years, you know. Uh, first regular season game. They've had some some preseason games that I'll talk about in a bit. But, um, you know, some some 
times doing these interviews, I start to realize why I, I like doing it, <laughs> you know, and I even say that in the, in the interviews, say, you know, the, this is the reason that I do it, to talk to like-minded or, you know, um, similar people in the sports world, no matter what their role might be or what sport they might be in. Uh, it's a lot of fun and really gets the, the message out there to Windsor and will always be there. All these episodes, I'll always keep up online. They're history pieces, you know, about the organization of, of teams, uh, the founding of organizations and, you know, stories about some runs and uh, certain sports and championships and people's stories, uh, always documented here on the Wind City Sports Podcast, and it's something that I truly do love to do. So now with some sponsorship, we can hopefully get some merch out there if you guys are interested, um, update our software to keep bringing you high-quality uh, podcasts and stuff like that and content online. Uh, so I'm really excited to, to get back to it, to be honest. And uh, uh, again, I, I've seen some new additions to the Windsor Spitfires coaching staff, so I was able to get some guys that I've always wanted to have on and, and some that I never thought of, and one being our guest this week. Uh, but again, I have, I have interviews with every um, Windsor Spitfire coach right now and some other uh, athletes and coaches. I got one with Jordan Shallow, the muscle doc. Uh, they'll be coming up in a couple weeks and in talks to do some more with some, some Windsor legends. So really happy and excited to be back and hopefully can keep it balanced and, and stuff like that in life. But speaking of which, i got some great guests coming up and we have great guests coming up this week on the Wind City Sports Podcast. Is, uh, one being a returning guest. He told a story here on episode 178 of Wind City Sports at the beginning of 2020, one of my last in-person interviews uh, before the pandemic. And since then, I've been lucky enough to do like two or three in-person ones, but usually it's always remote. And um that being one of our guests this week is a, a longtime goaltending coach, personal trainer, and, and as you'll hear in his previous episode, an Ironman uh, competitor. Uh, returning, he's one of the two returning coaching staff members this year to the Windsor Spitfires. He's also with the Lancers. I'm sure he's still with the. I'm pretty sure he's still with the women's uh, hockey team. But there's a new facility opening up in Windsor that. Uh, he and, and others are running, as you'll hear in the interview. It is open for goaltending coaching right now, but um, the grand opening and name is a little bit under wraps. And again, you'll hear that in the interview with Windsor Spitfires goaltending coach Perry Wilson this week on the Wind City Sports Podcast. Um, but before that, we will have another guest, in, uh, an NHL legend, uh, all-star, OHL um, record holder as well. Uh, and But most importantly... 2011 Stanley Cup champion. A very bitter year for me, as, <laughs> as people will know. I'm a I'm a Toronto Maple Leaf fan, but not too often that the Canadian teams, except for even this year, make it to the finals, and it had to be Montreal. <laughs> uh, going back to 2011 with the Vancouver Canucks and the their blunder loss to the Boston Bruins had this man on on their team. And in his final year, he went out on top as a Stanley Cup champion. And he's now our head coach of the Windsor Spitfires. You know who it is. It's Mark Savard. He's going to be on the Wind City Sports Podcast very shortly, actually. We're going to get into that in a few minutes. And we'll see what else we can talk about. You know, usually we round up some local sports news. And there's always something we missed. But we missed a lot. A lot of people and things have happened. And things are getting back. Like Spits are back. All Lancer Sports are back. Uh, St. Clair College is back. Fratman, uh, who are now part of St. Clair College. The only thing we're really kind of waiting on is the NBL of Canada and our Windsor Express. I'm sure they'll be back, but when, how, and uh, all that stuff. We need the official announcement. Usually they start in December, so hopefully it's it's coming soon so we can, uh, again, bring some more content to the Wind City sports realm. But 
We're going to get into our interviews very shortly, and uh, this is the return of Win City Sports. Very excited to be back. I uh, just wanted to kind of give you a little background on where I've been, where my head's been at for a, a little bit, and what we're going to be doing in the future. We're back every single Monday now. Um, again, we've got great guests coming up. Hockey's back. Sports are back. Um, but before we get into our interviews, i got to tell you about our brand new sponsor. Amherstburg Chevrolet Buick GMC, located on Sandwich Street South in Amherstburg. Now offering the Fall Into Savings event with 0% financing for up to 84 months. For all you Chevy guys and girls out there, this is the best dealer with the best service, best prices, and this offer also includes the new 2020 Chevrolet Camaro. Again, the Fall in the Savings event at Amherstburg Chevrolet Buick GMC in Aberg, located on Sandwich Street South. Also check out amherstburggmc.com for more information. And if you go down there, tell Scott the Wind City Sports Podcast sent you. Very excited to have them as part of the Wind City Sports family. Uh, helped us really get Ed Jovanovsky on the show twice, so I can also check out those episodes. But without further ado, it's time to, to reel it into our first interview on this week of the Wind City Sports Podcast with Windsor Spitfires head coach, Mark Savard. Here we go. So I'm now joined by an NHL vet, probably best known for his time with the Boston Bruins before playing with New York. Calgary and Atlanta. He's a Stanley Cup champion and the new head coach of our Windsor Spitfires. Mark Savard, welcome to the show, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So uh, how's how's the welcome been to Windsor so far? I mean, it's been a couple of weeks that you've been here. So yeah, enjoying it or what? It's been fantastic. Um, you know, I'm really excited at this opportunity I've been given by, by GM Bill Bowler and the Windsor Spitfires organization. But you know, everything happened really quick. It, it all was kind of flew by early here. So trying to catch my bearings right now, but I'm really excited what I've seen so far. Yeah, for sure. I mean, considering the last year and a half and everything that's happened, I mean, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about kind of ending up here, but uh, things are starting to roll quickly and uh, you know, the season's just around the corner, but um, you know, you had a long playing career as everyone knows. And then you were assistant coach with the St. Louis blues in 2019, 2020, uh, before that, did you do any coaching to kind of get your feet wet or was that kind of your first coaching gig? And if not, you know, what did you do before that? No, I coached AAA all the way growing up. My two boys played there in, in the P- Peterborough Pete system. So I coached a lot of that. I did some uh, all-star stuff, did some uh, coaching in, in uh, the Canada stuff, uh, you know, getting my uh, rankings and all that stuff. So I've done a lot of other stuff besides just that coaching. But again, you know, playing 13 years in NHL, being able to pick from different coaches I played for. I played for you know, Claude Julian, uh, Bob Hartley, uh, Brian Sutter, you know, the list goes on, um, John Muckler. So I, I can take, I'm able to take and pick and choose what I liked about their systems. And then obviously going to St. Louis and working with Craig Berube, Mike Van Ryn, and Steve Ott. I mean, they taught me a, a whole another level of everything. So I feel that I'm very fortunate to have gone through what I have in the way that I have, you know, working with the kids too, and then the parents and, and getting into that aspect of it was great. So I feel like I'm in a good situation and I'm ready to go. Yeah. I mean, like you, like you mentioned, I mean, we're going to talk about that stuff too, but every little bit is so vital. And now you're kind of stepping into a bigger role, at least at the junior level uh, for yourself, you know, head coaching role at, at junior a. Um, but as you mentioned, like connections are everything uh, playing with an old teammate and Craig Berube and another Windsor guy, uh, coaching with Steve Ott, better yet. How did that opportunity kind of come to be in, in St. Louis? Was it just, you know, who you know? Well, a little bit. And uh, I think when Craig Berube, actually the year they won the Stanley Cup, 
he took over as an interim coach yep. and he was with the Stanley Cup. But since the minute he took over, we started talking. And I wasn't there to obviously coach, but, you know, he bounced a lot of stuff off me that year. And after the season was over, and even though they won the Stanley Cup, they had a guy, uh, Larry Robinson, was leaving. And he said, you know, we got this opportunity. Are you interested? And, and I think I, I, I jumped right at it. And it was a great experience for me. Um, and just, you know, going into that opportunity and, and with my eyes wide open and, and really learning from them and, and getting myself right. Because at the end of the day, this is what I always want to do. I wanted to be a head coach in the OHL. I didn't even foresee myself going to the NHL for coaching. So to, to take that step and then come back, you know, it feels a lot more uh, rewarding and, and comfortable now that I'm here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that kind of brings me to where I was going to go next. I mean, I was going to ask if while you were playing, if uh, if coaching was ever on your mind, which obviously I guess it was. And, and having kids too, I mean, in, in the sport probably really, you know, led you down that way anyway, right? Yeah, it did. You know, I obviously uh, coaching was always something that I was interested in, uh, especially when I was, de- uh, you know, my especially when my career ended a little abruptly, you know, I, I, that's something that I always thought about, you know, how can I give back? How can I get into the game again? And coaching was, a, was obviously the easiest way for me. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm happy that I'm here and, and doing that, but again, it, it is something that was all, I always foresaw myself doing. Yeah. Everyone's different, you know, and like, like you said, it kind of, for you, it certainly ended abruptly and it's like, now what, you know, um, if you didn't have that in your mind or, or if you were the complete opposite, like, no way I want to, I want to coach. It's, it's probably hard to find your feet, your footing. Right. Um, but given that, uh, again, timing is everything too, with your, your story with uh, St. Louis too, it's just, everything kind of falls into place. And uh, that's probably what's happening here too, with, uh, with the Towski leaving too, right? No, exactly. It's, it is a lot of timing and being in the right spot at the right time. And, and when the Towski stepped away to go to Montreal, I, you know, I contacted Billy right away and said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm your guy, you know, I want to do this yeah. and for it. And I know I don't have as much experience on the bench, but I've learned so much from every coach that I've played for and obviously going to St. Louis and coaching. So uh, he gave me this opportunity and, and I think I'm ready for it. I got a great associate coach and Jared Smith who's been here for, for seven or eight years. And then Andy Delmore, who's done a lot of stuff in Toledo and I played against him. So me and Andy are familiar that way. So with those two guys at my, at my, you know, beside me, uh, you know, I'm leaning on them lots and even leaning on, on Billy a lot too, Bowler. Uh, I feel really comfortable and, and I'm really ready to go with this group that we have. That's cool, man. It's really cool to hear. And, uh, before we get more into that, actually, because you kind of touched upon it yourself, um, playing for many coaches over the years from when you were a kid all the way to, you know, winning the Stanley Cup in 2011, you're around a lot of coaches and then coach with players that you played with, like like Barube and stuff. So you yeah, touched upon it before, but um, I guess every coach kind of plays into the style that you're starting to create for yourself, right? Exactly. And, and you know, obviously I was an offensive player when I played, but understanding that to win in order to win championships, you got to be good defensively. So those are some of the things I picked up from other coaches. Obviously I was a very offensive guy, but again, uh, you know, I got to, res- everybody's got to respect being defensive and, and, and helping out defensively so we can get on offense as quick as possible. So I got ways that I want to play the game. You know, we've been trying to imp- implement them. It's tough right now with nine guys in NHL camp. So that tells you the kind of team I think we're going to have. We got nine guys away right now. So we're excited to get those guys back and get, you know, hit the little run here, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's how it goes in the O especially too, uh, at the very beginning. Right. Um, but you know, again, just, just having all that experience is obviously incredibly vital for you to step into this role. Is there anyone like, or is it just like every coach that you have been through? It's like 
everyone's popping into your mind or is there like one guy that you always remember like you know i remember being a kid and him telling me this and now here i am telling uh kids the same thing right yeah well i i think obviously you know i played for some great ones but again uh craig berube being around him last year being behind the scenes with him watching him work with players and have meetings with players and keep his veterans you know at the top of the list all the time and not not upsetting them you know so i've learned so much that way that i can you know transform over to my, to my uh, own um, projects that I'm going to have here and doing stuff for players. So I think he's probably the guy that sticks out to me the most. Um, and, you know, just being a friend and, and someone I can bounce stuff off still, you know, when I'm going through situations and even Mike Van Ryn, I learned so much from him and system wise. And if I need to make a call, I call those guys and they're right there ready to help. So I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate to have those guys. And, and those are probably the guys that stick out the most to me. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, connections are, are everything and you're always learning uh, in the game, in the sport of hockey. And uh, like you touched upon before, like now you have a new staff, like a pretty much a whole new coaching and, and behind the scenes staff and uh, everyone obviously playing up to the roles, like you mentioned Delmore. Um, but if I'm not mistaken, like not too many uh, familiar faces for yourself, you're probably meeting a lot of new people that, you know, are being a little bit close, closer with, like you said, you played against Andy, but didn't play with them just for example. Right. So probably coming into a brand new organization for you. It's great. It's great. Thank you names but that have a fresh life you know have a new start you know maybe trevor i don't know i didn't i don't know how his coaching was but i don't know maybe he didn't like a couple of the players not not personally but on the ice in situations where i'm a new coach and i'm watching these guys and i'm thinking you know i can use this guy here i can use this guy here so it's been a real you know eye-opener for me watching each player getting to know them from zero and i think that's a benefit to them too that i don't know anything about them that i'm learning myself from them that they have this opportunity and i think they're all excited for that yeah. I mean, the same with like when I'm doing these things, sometimes it's like I need to prepare, but sometimes it's good to just go into it blind and just learn on the fly. Right. And that goes for both. It goes for players, goes for coaches, goes for, for all staff. No, exactly. So uh, that's, that's the mentality I've taken and everybody's going to get an opportunity and, and then they'll be slotted where I feel and, and my staff feels we, we will slot them. But right now, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm liking what I've seen. we got some great hockey players and uh, I'm excited to work with them all. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, it's, it's an interesting year just given, given the circumstances. But you're no stranger to the OHL. You know, you're an OHL champion as well. You're from Ottawa. Uh, played your junior days here as well. So it's probably cool. Like you, you had touched upon it before. Like it's the perfect kind of spot for you to be to come back down to this level and uh, take over your first head coaching role in, in this capacity. Um, so again, I'm sure it's just the perfect fit for you. It really is. And, and I, like I said, I, I had touched in, on maybe getting into some ownership in the OHL and, and, and coaching that way, but it didn't come to fruition. So, uh, you know, I, I did some radio and I did some TV for a while and kept myself in the game. But again, this is where I wanted to be. And, and like I said, I want to coach OHL. I want to help these kids get to the next level. And if not, just, just be great people in life. You know, I'm a real person's people. I got my doors always wide open to these kids. They know that if there's anything wrong, come talk to me and I'm going to help them be better people. If I can't help them get to the NHL, then, then I just want them to come back in 15 years and say, you know, I really appreciate what you did for me. That, that'll, that'll make my day. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest things that come out of junior rather if they don't go pro, go NHL. It's, it's like high school. Like I always say, it's, it's the vital years in those kids' lives too, where, you can lead them down a positive path, rather it be on or off the ice, right? Exactly. That's exactly my goal here. Uh, obviously, I want to make them NHL hockey players, but if that's not possible, like you said, just 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 to lead them down a good path. 
Yeah. And were you familiar with the Spitfires organization? I mean, probably to the extent of like players that you had played with hearing from them and maybe just around, uh, around the hockey world. But I mean, again, like we were speculating who the, who the new coach was going to be. And like I said, it came quick. I don't think too many people had predicted yourself to, to step in. Right. No, exactly. Yeah. So I, I, I knew a lot of people that have played here, obviously, and I played with Bob Boogner going back. So I've had a lot of talks with Boogie in the past about some situations, but uh, Steve Ott obviously being around him last year, I heard a lot about Windsor and then uh, my best friend lives here. So he, he's been here and I've been coming up here for the last 10 years to visit oh. him and golf. So it kind of made that situation comfortable. I'm actually living with him right now until I get my place October uh, 3rd. So, uh, it made the, I've got other buddies at S6. So it's, uh, it's a good situation, but I love the golf down here. Some great courses and, um, I, I do love golf a lot too. So, but, uh, now it's the clubs are packed away and it's, it's hitting the ice here. And uh, like mm-hmm. I said, we're all excited to, to get out there. It's been a long year for everybody. Yeah. Focusing on that now. I was going to ask too, if you were like familiar with the city of Windsor at all, you know, obviously, like I said, uh, didn't have too many connections in, in the city as well that I knew of now, obviously knowing your buddies live here, but playing here in, in the, Oh, you probably remember playing in the barn and then, you know, even coming down for Detroit's game playing against Detroit, maybe coming over here as well. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember playing at that old building and, uh, Ed Jovanovsky scoring a hat trick on us. And two of them were from center. And I think Billy had four helpers that night. <laughs> first real experience down here in that old building. I remember seats being duct taped together and people behind the glass throwing pennies at our goalie. Uh, it was quite the experience, I'll tell you, but uh, they're passionate. The fans are passionate, that's for sure. And that's another reason I'm excited. You know, uh, when you get a passionate core, it, it, it builds every day coming to the rink. You're excited to come to the rink. You know, your fans are into it. They're behind you. And I, I think they're going to be excited this year. I think we're going to, we're going to do well. Yeah, I mean, the, the games have changed a bit, but the passion is still there for sure. When the Windsor Spitfire fans, it's not as, uh, as rowdy as it used to be down there at the barn, but it's still, uh, still a fun time. And we're looking forward to, to getting it back, man. It's been, it's been too long. Um, so like I, I was going to say, like, just like all fans, I'm sure you're really excited just to get back to hockey. I mean, you took, the, did you take that year last year off, right? Like, uh, well, it was, it's, I didn't really want it, but it was, uh, yeah. obviously it, I had another year to go back to St. Louis and it just with COVID, I have, I, you know, I've got a wife and four kids and they weren't going to be able to travel all year to the U S. So it, it just made sense for me at that time uh, to, to come back and, and stay and, and, you know, help my kids. I have a son that's going to play in the Sioux this year for the Greyhounds. So, and, you know, my daughter's at McGill, one of my daughters, my son's at home and uh, doing stuff around town. And then I have a young one. So it just didn't make sense. And, and now, you know, everything works out for a reason. Here I am. And, and this is what I wanted to do. And, and I'm getting an opportunity at that. Yeah. And uh, it's a fresh start. It's a fresh start for a lot of people, not only given the, the pandemic, um, you know, canceling out a year for us, but uh, like it happens a lot in the, you know, just a lot of changes, a lot of people moving up and down. So um, I'm sure you're confident in, like you've mentioned in this, in the squad and your staff meeting everyone and the Windsor Spitfires organization, the culture is, uh, pretty much what you're alluding to, you know, people kind of come in and fall right into place. And are you kind of seeing everyone starting to gel together now after a year off? Yeah, for sure. You know, like I said, it's been nothing but first class since I've been here right from ownership down and, uh, yeah, everything I need, I get that I need, you know, and I want. To, to make help make the team better it's right there at my disposal so you know i'm excited about that but again just watching the players this is about the players 
and, and making them feel comfortable and having a good environment and, and be like a family. Uh, I, I think they're, they've already been taught those kind of things. So it's very, been very easy transition. But again, we have a good hockey team here from what I've seen. We get some good players. And, and I think you fans, the fans will enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Everything will come together full circle. You need, you need everything across the board uh, on and off the ice to be, uh, to be gelling. So we're looking forward to that, of course. And uh, it's going to be an interesting dynamic, I guess, playing a few games against your son as well. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Family. Yeah, he's already he's already told me that he's gonna beat me. So it's uh it's gonna be exciting times to be able just to watch him play too and play against him. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. But again, it's 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 gonna be an exciting year. It's been long overdue, and I think everybody coming back and living some kind of normalcy again will will be amazing just for everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting year for you, given you know you're watching your son go into the O. You're starting new gig here life starting to come back a lot of things happening at once which you know we can only be grateful for yeah exactly and i i'm excited to uh to be able to watch him on tv too and 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 then obviously work with my own group so i got a lot to look forward to and i got a great family great wife and she'll be traveling you know back and forth a lot so um it's a big year ahead and, and it's one i'll take in stride but i got good people around me and i feel very comfortable awesome man like we've talked about pretty much the whole time, like we're excited just to get hockey back. We're, we're it's always happy to see the passion and uh, uh, well, I'm sure the first game is going to be electric with just uh, getting everyone back in the building. So I'm looking forward to it. And uh, thanks for taking the time to do this, man. It's good to just, uh, you know, introduce you to the fans of Windsor and uh, see what we got in store for the season. Yeah. Thank you. I'm already getting chills. You know, you even talking about that game one. I mean, I, I think everybody will, and uh, it's going to be an exciting time when it comes around. we got a couple exhibition games here, so we'll get a good feel. But again, that uh, the game one at home, I, I think it'll all hit us and, and uh, we'll know what we have in store for the rest of the season. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. As soon as uh, you know, you feel it in the air and you, and you get to the rink that day, that's when it's, it's going to hit everyone, you know? Exactly. So we're excited about that and we can't wait to, uh, to get on the ice and, and play some games and, and have a, have a great season. Yeah. Pick up where we left off, hopefully. So again, thanks so much, man, for taking time to do this and, uh, all the best. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Anytime you need me. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, man. Huge thanks to Mark Savard and the Windsor Spitfires organization for setting up that and all of our interviews for uh, our Windsor Spitfires staff and coaches and more to come in the future too. Uh, obviously the ones I mentioned banked, but I want to get uh, Aaron English, their new ther- th- therapy trainer, uh, therapeutic athletic, what do you call it? Athletic therapist <laughs> on the show. Uh, uh, I'm sure that will be a good one. I don't even know his title. Um, but I've had Mark Packwood on the show before and Joey Garland, longtime athletic therapist for them. But Mark Packwood has actually moved on to the Arizona Coyotes, if uh, you missed that one. It was announced that he had went uh, or be moving up to the NHL, but um, they didn't announce what team for a while. And even I missed that. Uh, so i got to get back on the ball here with Wind City Sports. And I'll be working with Biz Nasty down in the desert now. Hopefully it uh, works out well for Mark. You can listen to his episode, too, on the archives of Wind City Sports. Uh, again, a guy from the Niagara region. Um, and again, now we're going to move into another interview with a guy who's originally actually from the East Coast. Again, you can hear his full interview or full story, really, on the episode uh, 178 of Wind City Sports from early 2020. Uh, but we're going to get caught up with goaltending coach for our Windsor Spitfires, Perry Wilson, uh, right now, actually. So without further ado, here we go. All right. Right now, returning to the show is a longtime goalie coach. He's coached the Lancers, the Vipers, 
And again, returning to the show on his past uh, interview, you'll hear about his Ironman competitions. But our Windsor Spitfires uh, goaltending coach, Perry Wilson. Welcome back, man. Well, Drake, thanks a lot for the intro. I really appreciate it. Always glad to be on your show, man. Yeah, man. It's always good to see you chat with you like we were talking about before and kind of went over it again. But I'm starting off with the most basic question I think I ever have. How are you, man? It's been a while. I mean, we've been gone for like two years now with hockey, it feels like. And I'm sure everyone's just happy to be back. But how are you? I, I'm doing great. Like it, it's been it's been a real struggle um, trying to get these goalies to understand that all the skills are still there. You know, yeah. they hadn't played meaningful games. Uh, it's been a real struggle for them to get on the ice. And, the, you know, the habits are gone and all the things that they need to be successful. They're all just kind of sleeping. So it's been my job the last probably six months just to wake people up and, and get them to understand the game is still there. So it's been a lot of fun and a lot of really exciting things have been going on. So it's been yeah. great. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was kind of going to go to next. Like, you know, again, like a year and a half off. Um, I'm sure mentally and physically for both, you know, the play, especially the players being, being young kids. Um, I'm sure there were some challenges to, to returning, right? You kind of alluded to that. But uh, again, like it's kind of like those, uh, you know, what's one of your weaknesses kind of questions. Of course, there's right. some challenges, but I'm sure you're, you're working through them, right? Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, one of the biggest challenges is just get them skating again because when the rinks are closed, you can't duplicate that. So with, with, with not only the players, but the goalies too, understanding your balance points, uh, how you get from point A to point B under control and with good balance, those things are gone. And they get on the ice and we had to absolutely go back to the basics to get them started again. It was yeah. really a challenge, but it was a challenge they were all up for. So it was great. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not like just taking the summer off, you know. And, you know, they say uh, goalies are some of the most underrated skaters because you just don't see it. You don't see them skating often, obviously. And right. I myself, I'm, I'm nervous to get back out there starting the, the rec league again soon. And it's like, I haven't <laughs> skated in a year. It's going to be, it's going to be, uh, it's going to suck. <laughs> sure. And, and they all had the same feelings that you have right now. Yeah. So imagine like you're even going with Michael DiPietro. He was off for so long. And then, you know, to try to get ready for Vancouver, uh, it, it was, you know, the little things mattered so much more than the big things. And every day was just a grind and a grind and a grind. And he went through and he's having a great camp. So Yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, uh, to kind of bring that up too, I guess, because obviously, you know, you obviously you're our Spitfires coach, but you work with everyone in the community. And you can really tell that those guys want it too. So let's, let's rewind even back last summer just before, because, you know, the NHL went on break and then they went to uh, um, the bubble and stuff like yeah. that. And um, I work I work part-time also at the Lakeshore Arena, right? And I was too. Oh, right. And uh, we'd always see Cassie and Rent in the ice and you'd see DPA and still even the summer, Pumple and all yeah. those guys. So you can tell, like, they just really wanted to be on the ice. It was just like a group of guys just dropping in and playing like three on three. And mm -hmm. to see that level of hockey, I mean, I'm sure everyone's really eager to get back, right? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, everyone is just so eager, like our home openers coming up and yep. the excitement in the arena is, is pretty high fever right now. So it's, it's fun, fun to be a part of for sure. Yeah. yeah and they had the, a couple of preseason games. The first one was like invite only, but the last one they had, I think against, uh, Hamilton, um, actually had however many people in and were you, were you there? Were you able to see some? Oh of yeah. yeah I was at, I've been at every game so far. Uh, it's nice to see the crowd starting to grow. Even that first one, it was small, but they were they were really into it. And now, you know, we're seeing it grow. And 
having that noise in the rink and, you know, bad calls and the booze and yeah. the cheers and boy, you miss that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but still like intimate enough that everyone can hear each other and, <laughs> and everyone <laughs> hears what each other's saying. Probably that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Maybe. maybe a little too much on the exactly, ice. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the crowd, you kind of drown that out. Right. So it's kind of good. Yeah. Again, man, it's, it's good to be back. It's, it's probably exciting times. And again, we were kind of talking about quickly too, is a um, whole new coaching staff. Uh, obviously you're still doing your same role except for you. Yeah. You're the only, you're and Jared uh, from, from two years ago. I mean, we got two new coaches and uh, Andy Delmore and, and Mark Savard. And like we were talking about before, it's probably just really cool for, for you to work with these guys. Yeah, it is. You know, it still helps validate that, you know, even though I never had the opportunity to play at a high level like that, that I fit in, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a nice feeling to know that, you're respected for what you do because, you know, Mark Savard coming in Stanley Cup champion, holy cow, OHL scoring champion, all those things. And, you know, we talk about my accomplishments outside of coaching. There aren't any. So to be able to work in a group setting like this with these guys has been very rewarding and very fulfilling. So I'm yeah. very honored and very proud to work with these guys. That's cool. Yeah. I know. And I never think of it that way too. I just, I just always think like, Oh, cool. Like here I am with, with these guys too, but I'm sure it's very, very rewarding just to maybe, you know, cause everyone, like everyone's always learning. Everyone's learning from each other. So, you know, you might learn some things from a, from an NHL all-star Stanley cup champion and, and NHL alumni, like, like Delmore and uh, Savard, but um, for them to pick up something from you for, for yourself, is probably like, damn cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, at first I was kind of pretty quiet around yeah. those guys. And then they, I started to realize that, I have a lot of good information that, that they don't know because, you know, I see it from a different vantage point. Like they see the game from the blue line in where I see it from the red line out. Yeah. So it's just a little per- different perspective and they're interested in it. So it kind of works for me. Yeah, that's cool. And two different guys too, like two different types of players where you had Delmore on defense and uh, Savard playing forward. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, again, kind of back, back way complimenting you and vice versa. It's uh, some cool stuff. Yeah, works out well for all of us. Yeah, great group. Yeah, and it seems to be coming together really quickly too. Because again, it's only been maybe a month since they announced the the coaching staff, and I've been able to talk to everyone. And I always ask, like, you know, it's probably like a little bit of you know feeling things out. Like you said, you're a little little quiet at first, but everyone that I've talked to is like, you know, it's like just everything's falling into place. Everyone's like a, like a team already, and you haven't even had a regular season game yet. Yeah, everything is just kind of. I I just think that's hockey where once you start talking hockey, everybody kind of fits in, right? There's no exclusion at all. I've always felt that I'm a part of it. And now again, I feel like I'm a part of it again. So it's, yeah. it's just like, you know, walking in the same room. Yeah. With different names, that's all. Yeah. Especially for you being in your hometown and mm. being here for a while, like these guys, uh, well, and you obviously from here too, walking in, yeah. they didn't even know each other. You know, obviously they knew of each other. I'm sure everyone was like acquaintances, but now it's like, it's one of those things, like, again, when you get traded to another team, maybe an analogy uh, on other episodes where you didn't know each other, but now you, you're acquainted. And now you're all in the same spot. Like, okay, we got to work together. Yeah. Cool yeah. Well, you know, we've hung out a little bit together, get to know each other and, you know, talk about families and stuff like that. So that's really cool too. You get to see their side of these people. Like, you know, with Mark Savard, all his accomplishments, he's still a great family man, a great yeah. dad. Most things are really important. So yeah. the family atmosphere and the dynamics are what's what really brings us together, I would say. 
Yeah. Everyone's human. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the Windsor Spitfires kind of values and stuff that they teach too, right? Is family. Mm -hmm. And and again, like you said, in hockey, everyone just kind of relates, even if you don't realize it until you sit down and talk, right? That's right. Absolutely. That's cool. And, you know, it's been, again, it's been two years, but I'm sure you've been keeping busy, uh, still training some guys off the, like, you know, you can train Mikey when you guys got a chance, but, um, there's this new facility and like, I'm, I'm familiar with it. I know about it, but I don't know everything. I don't even know what it's called. So kind of tell me about, so you and, and Pete Crankshaw and, and some others had, had teamed up, uh, some uh, local goalie coaches and started like a, a goalie training facility with ice and like a gym and a squat rack. It's probably in your, in your basement. Uh, so tell me about like everything you can uh, about that, like how it came to be and what's going on. Cause I hear it's open, right? Yeah, it's open, but they're still keeping the name under wraps a little bit until okay. we have the grand opening with the ice. Because that, that's going to be the big key. Like, in Windsor, there's just not enough ice. And when it comes to goaltending, you know, the, the cost is so much for the families. Like, when you, you want two or three goalies, you have to rent the whole sheet of ice. So ours is a three-quarter sheet of ice. And it's, you know, the cost is something that parents can wrap their head around and we're not breaking the bank. So... We know it's something that's really, really important to have. Like, there's a mini pad in Amherstburg, but even that one, when when they decided to put it in, uh, there was a group of us uh, goalie coaches that were trying to help them and how to put it together. And then they kind of did what they wanted to do. And the facility kind of let down what it could have been because it, it the dimensions aren't good enough. It's way too small for what we need as coaches to duplicate the game without having to rent a full sheet of ice. So it's really important that, you know, we got together, we set the dimensions, we understand. So when the goalie goes in, they feel like they're in a hockey rink and not just a, a mini pad that just feels small, right? This is not going to feel so confining and you has the width of the regular rink. So it's going to feel, you know, kind of like you're in your own zone, which is great. And that way we can work a lot of different things, even three-on-three tournaments in there. So it's going to be a lot of fun and really dynamic for a lot of people. I can't wait till we open. Yeah, that's cool. And, uh, like, because I think uh, Amherstburg has, like, that synthetic ice, too. I think you guys are putting real ice in or are you using – Yeah, Amherstburg's real ice as well. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, so there was a Zamboni that they could have gotten for that rink and they never did. So they just spray it with water and okay. it, it just – you know, the consistency that you're looking for in a rink, having that smooth ice is just hasn't been there. And that, that was kind of a, a letdown for us because back then Jack Campbell was with the Spitfires and I was going to take him out there and uh, I just wouldn't do it because I couldn't risk having a goalie that caliber get injured. Yeah. So we, we nixed that idea. Yeah, it's something I was – well, at least you guys got to learn from that, you know, the Amherstburg mm-hmm. experience too and see what you guys can incorporate into this, right? right? I mean, at least in Windsor, it's like the first of its kind except for that little pad, but like the facility itself. And because Crank uh, – uh, Nate Crankshaw told me back a while ago that this was coming and like that they might need a rink attendant. I'm like, how is this going to – how is this going to work in like a, a little rink like that? But it's a, it's a cool dynamic. And, and the first thing I told him because he was like, we'll be renting the ice too, I was like, Get a three-on-three league there, man. Like it's perfect yeah. size, and and it'd be a, a lot of fun for guys yeah. that don't want to skate the whole rink. Exactly, like me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, that's exactly what I thought right away. I'm like, well, you know, because again, you guys are going to be focusing on training your athletes and stuff, but 
it's a business and you need to like ice costs a lot, just like electricity yeah. and refrigeration and stuff. And yeah. you know, you yeah. need to keep it afloat and you guys can run, like I said, tournaments, leagues, or you just rent it for a little, um, you know, maybe 15 people or something and do little, mm -hmm. they can do their own little scrimmages and stuff. So yeah. or even kids parties, right? Yeah. They don't have to rent the whole sheet. They can just do a kid's party and, and you know, skate around a little bit and have some fun. Cause a lot of the kids, they don't want to skate that far anyway. Right. If they're not very good at skating, well, I'll get out there. It's not that far. I can hang on the boards all the way around. So yeah, yeah that's fun. a great point, man. There's, there could be a lot of opportunity there. And then, you know, having the alumni and the people that you guys are going to have in there is going to be uh, cool for, for both athletes to want to go train there. And again, there's a kid's birthday party. If they see a picture yeah. of Mikey on the wall or something, right? Right. Exactly. It's going to yeah. be cool. Well, man, that's really exciting. It's really cool. Again, the first of its kind in, in Windsor Essex, probably not too many, uh, maybe around Toronto, but yeah, there's a couple up there. Yeah. yeah. So, so that, that kind of helped us a little bit too, because we talked to them a little bit about, you know, the pitfalls and what we're looking for and, and, and it's, it's working out really, really well. So the, the good the good thing is the people that we've talked to uh, have been upfront and honest about it. So it's been easy for us to take those steps. Yeah. That's, that's what you need in this, in this business venture, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's cool, yeah. man. Again, like uh, the people can uh, hear your full story on, I think it's episode 178. You've done a lot and uh, now hockey's back and we got, not only do we have the Spitfires back, we got a cool new facility and maybe in a year from now, fast forward and things will be rocking and rolling Windsor hockey. Yeah. Again. Fingers crossed, man. We just, we stay the course and keep this COVID at bay. I think things will just continue to open up. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be really exciting times for everyone. Very exciting. And by the time this comes out, it will be uh, this, this Thursday, because it's just going to come out on Monday, this Thursday, home opener. Uh, at the at the WFCU Center, so perfect timing uh, for this. And uh, again, very excited. Very excited. Can't wait to see uh, all the people show up and and cheer on our Spitfires. We're gonna have a pretty good team. So we'll see what happens, man. We're ex we're excited. The staff is excited. Players excited. I hope the fans are as well. Yeah, everyone is, man. Thank you again for taking the time to do this quick chat and get caught up with you. And um, hopefully, I'll be able to come out and check out the facility one day. Maybe play some shinny there. Absolutely. Place absolutely come and shoot on Mikey. Yeah, okay. And a huge thanks to Perry Wilson, goaltending coach for the Windsor Spitfires, local goaltending coach too. Great guy. Always, uh, always fun to chat with him, meet up with him. Uh, he was grateful enough to give me a few tickets to a game um, just before the pandemic as well, and I think like February of uh, 2020. Crazy times. Um, but man, um, looking forward to uh, seeing that. Uh, that facility pop up that's pretty cool and like i was mentioned like told my buddy there like first things first start a three-on-three -three league or something uh that really attract a lot of people i don't know what do you guys think and uh you know keep an eye out for that to be opening uh lots of cool stuff still still coming up in windsor uh the swing factory opened a while ago too uh, just off the top of my head before uh josh cameron on uh, our previous episode the episode before that episode 225 was actually kind of our last one for a while with golfer david bernie uh he works out there he's actually on the canada tour right now i think he's out east um and congratulations to him he just got uh, got engaged but um they the swing factory is basically equivalent to the goalie facility that perry and uh, crankshaw are opening uh but obviously in the golf world uh indoor simulators with trainers and stuff like that uh, pros uh coaches whatever you want to call them to help better your game the golf game you know i could i could really use that so i should be going down there this winter i'm sure it's going to be open a year-round facility because indoors 
Uh, so, you know, pretty cool stuff uh, happening in Windsor still. Just sometimes under the radar, you don't really realize that this is happening. And uh, sometimes I got the inside scoop, you know. So uh, always be sure to check out Wind City Sports for stuff like that. I mean, I don't even have anything written down. There's so much that I can I can go through and talk about. A lot of moves, a lot of local guys and girls moving to different teams and countries and stuff like that in the respected sport. But I'm just happy that things are back, you know, um, things are back and, and running. Lancer soccer, football, uh, started off with a win at home last week. Huge, huge uh, for the Lancers uh, football team who had some ups and downs over the years. Um, again, St. Clair College sports are back. The Fratmen are back. If you didn't know, the AKO Fratmen are now the St. Clair Fratmen. Uh, in association with St. Clair College, playing at their new stadium out on uh, out on campus there on uh, here on Church Line. Beautiful facility. They got uh, well, you know, outdoor football and, and baseball diamond. Uh, man, uh, good good for St. Clair College. They need like the the Lancers and the university are obviously uh, huge. You know, bigger uh, sports, I suppose. But uh, for them to have a facility like that is is really essential. So cool stuff uh, happening in Windsor a lot of it like that happened just before the pandemic I think and uh, you know we're getting back to it though uh, what else we got again we got hockey will be starting up for Windsor Lancers soon too volleyball tons of stuff but the only, and basketball we just don't know if the Windsor Express will be back and when I'm sure they will they wanted to do the the barn uh, again just before the pandemic but don't know if that's going to be a reality um, as obviously the city turned it down but it would still be better and like the thing is we didn't really get to see a full year yet alone and missed another year to see like what the attendance would be like but maybe you know uh people are eager to get back to games once they uh, hopefully they come back to the wsu or whatever get out there and support them um can't remember how much the tickets are but again everyone's i haven't been to a live sporting game a sporting game i haven't been to a live event of any sort since like march of 2020 i can't even remember what the last one I went to was I know I went I went to a couple of Red Wings games and a Pistons game in February and you know went to a lot of Spitfire games but man it's been a while so uh you know people are going down to Toronto and going to Jays games this is pretty much their last weekend uh I didn't get to do that either <laughs> so uh hopefully this year we uh we get back to normal at least uh I won't I don't think I'll be able to make the uh Spitfires game on Thursday but if not following that I'm gonna try and make a lot more so, but if you ever see me around, you know, say what up. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be trying to bring some Wind City sports stuff with me. Try and get some merch, like I mentioned, and uh, and stuff like that. Uh, again, the merch is, is possible through our uh, sponsorship with Amherstburg Chevrolet Buick GMC, located on Sandwich Street South in Amherstburg. Now offering the Fall into Savings event with zero percent financing for up to 84 months. For all you Chevy guys and girls out there, this is the best dealer with the best service, best prices, and this offer also includes the new 2020 Chevrolet Camaro. Again, the Fall in the Savings event at Amherstburg Chevrolet Buick GMC in Aberg, located on Sandwich Street South. Also check out AmherstburgGMC.com for more information. And if you go down there, tell Scott the Wind City Sports Podcast sent you. Gotta get that out of the way, of course, but... uh you know, I'm going through our Twitter page, something that I usually used to do here on the Win City Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us at WinCity underscore sports on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I was posting, you know, cool stuff from our podcast or just local news, trying to keep a retweet and stuff like crazy, trying to keep you caught up. And, and some fun stuff, too, as you might have seen, like the NHL is posting those, 
you know, who is the first player that comes to mind when you see this logo thing? And I made uh, one for the Spitfires. Uh, a lot of good answers from that. For me, it's it's Steve Ott, of course, first that comes to mind because I use the old uh, the old Tombstone logo too, the best logo, the best jersey. I need to get one of those jerseys. As I'm going through here, people are like posting pictures of. Uh, of the players that come to mind, and I see Brad Stetzinger, a uh, guy I had on again at the beginning of 2020, episode 181, and that jersey is so sick. I need to get one of those. And hanging in the office here is I got I got the uh, number 14 uh, retiree numbers uh, <laughs> uh, posters. Jovo, Steve Ott, and Adam Henry. Two out of three of them have been on the show. And then over here I got Ryan Ellis and uh, Harry Young. I got a pennant, a nice uh, Windsor Spitfires pennant signed by Kyle Wellwood and Steve Ott and a couple others. Um, anyway, that'd be a nice addition here because then all I got is Toronto Maple Leaf stuff and my golf stuff. I'm sure that a lot of people are going to like that. But, but anyway, just trying to start up some conversations on uh, on Twitter and stuff like that too, uh, making cool graphics and stuff like that, just having some fun with it. But I like to go through and, and get some news and maybe some stuff I'd like to talk about. Again, we were talking about all the sports returning. Can't forget about Junior C and B, uh, Lakeshore Canadians back, Wheatley Sharks, Amherstburg Admirals, the uh, Leamington Flyers, now with Dale Mitchell, former Windsor Spitfire, and Mark Rideout, another Windsor Spitfire, um, at, behind the bench. Uh, maybe I'd like to get both of those guys back on, back on Wind City Sports this year too and get caught up. Um, again, everyone's excited. Everyone is excited. Power Play Sports, great, great uh, online content that they do all the time. Got a video here with Alex Bournet. Had him on the show, episode one fourteen. So kind of working together with those guys as well. Uh, retweeting OHL stories from Mark Savard. Lots of fun stuff here and uh, uh, OHL history. We got Bob Murray always posting cool stuff. Here's a cool photo of uh, Bill Bowler in black and white. It looks like it's from nineteen seventy nine, but. I'm, of course it's not and and myself too posting a lot of stuff and, and uploading a lot of stuff to youtube so be sure to check out our youtube channel just type in win city sports w-i-n-c-i-t-y is all one word posting uh previews from our from our past interviews and, and upcoming interviews too as the show starts to roll on here um and just exclusive content that I've had, maybe, and I got the old VCR going uh, for family vo- uh, videos and stuff like that. And I got some old Border City wrestling matches from my cousin Scott up there. And uh, ho- I'm trying to find like some old, good old uh, Spitfires uh, footage, which I don't really have. But I, I did determine uh, who I was skating on the ice with when I was uh, just a Adam, Adam Minor, or whatever my first year of house league hockey. I think I've, I've said it to a few guys cause I had like Ryan Donnelly on the show and like guys from that era where I, I was the kid that skated with them in the, in the, uh, warmups <clears throat> and I have photos, but I can't really tell like who's who, but I was able to determine like what year it was. And honestly, some guys that like to me don't stick out or like come to mind right away, but uh, except for like Tim Gleason and uh, Jason Spezza, but in the photos, like I don't see Spezza, I do see Gleason. But one day I gotta, I gotta incorporate that in with a, uh, with a guest and uh, and post those photos of uh, of me. I think there's even, I think there's a video of it too. I gotta find that. Uh, that would be cool. I think there's a home video of it because then actually we'll have some uh, Windsor Spitfires footage maybe too from the from the stands in the barn. Um, but again, just going through, uh, going through all the stuff, lots of stuff going on. You'll see me retweeting a lot of stuff now with the Lancers back and, and I'll 
junior hockey back in in uh, in Windsor as well as football. You know, football season right now. Lancers just kicked off as well as mentioned. So always be sure to check out like golancers.ca for for stuff on them and and mostly just Win City Sports will will keep you up to date with with everything. Now there's always something that I do forget, and here on Win City Sports, our, again, our main focus is telling stories of of people in in Windsor from Windsor, and I'd like to get you caught up with some some other uh, you know news on people and stuff like that. Again, I mentioned David. I'm just going through it again. David Bernie uh, on the uh, Canada Tour, BGA Canada Tour. So um, I got that, but you know, again, there's always something I forget. And uh, there's always next week, so we'll begin to wrap it up. I just I'm excited for hockey. I'm excited for everything. And again, this Thursday is our home opener at the WFCU Center, 7:30, welcoming the Sarnia Sting. And keeping tradition in place, they always do a home and home in the opener. So Friday, they will be heading up to Sarnia uh, to take on the Sting at 7:05 at the old RBC Center. The I think it's the Progressive Auto Sales Center, first arena I ever worked in. You know, I'm a rink rat, uh, Zamboni guy, so. Um, that's where I kind of first learned and got some experience before coming back home. Uh, following that, they're actually at home on Monday, a uh, week from today, Thanksgiving Monday at 2.05 afternoon game. You'll try and hit that one against the London Knights, first time in a long time. And then again, another home and home Friday, they head out to London. So uh, after that, it looks like we get a lot more regular Thursday night games at the WFCU. Uh, we got Owen Sound and then Guelph uh, throughout the month. But again, we'll keep you caught up. Be sure to follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at WinCity underscore sports. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Drake Damore, uh, just because. And uh, yeah, just we're, we're so happy to be back and to keep doing this and to tell the stories of, of people in Windsor. And when I say we, I hate to, to put it this way, but I mean me. I, uh, I do. Uh, it's a one man show here. It's a one man team. So thank you to everyone who's listened. Uh, again, Chevrolet. Uh, Amherstburg Chevrolet, Buick GMC, the best best service there with from Scott and, and Rob and all the other guys. So uh, be sure to hit them up if you're looking for a new truck or uh, or a Camaro or something. Or uh, of course they have used, they have everything. So uh, especially if you're out there, um, drive on down to Sandwich Street South and uh, hopefully you can drive and uh, <laughs> see what they got. Uh, check out their website, give them a shout online for sure. Um, as well as us, if you have any suggestions, if you have any questions, if you if you're interested in supporting the show, uh, you can email me. My email's on the on the Facebook and and uh, Instagram drakecjam at outlook.com. Uh, just follow us, keep up with us, like, follow, subscribe, share. Uh, one thing, actually, I should have. That's again. Here's a thing I forgot already. Is I want I want to push I want to push Win City Sports. I don't want. I never wanted to be annoying with it and, you know, have people unfollow and this and that just because I'm bugging them. But uh, we need the support of the community. Uh, five years going, I still want to build this 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 following stronger. Because um, to be honest, it kind of should, you know, like lots of lots of sports things and podcasts popping up now. And uh, it's the love is spread everywhere. But you got to got to remember Win City Sports, the OG. And, uh, you know, there's lots of stories. Like if this is your first episode that you've heard and you enjoyed it, uh, go back and listen to some others. I try not to make them too long so that it doesn't bother you and bug you as I'm running into uh, 15 minutes almost in the in the latter half here after our interviews. Um, make them short enough so that you could, you know, um, listen to a few in a day if you wish. Over 227 episodes. If you listen to every single one of my episodes, 
I need you to come to me right now because I owe you a beer, a shirt, and uh, whatever else you want because I, I appreciate that. Even just liking and subscribing and whatevering to my to our social media and stuff like that, it's uh, it's a huge help. So we're, we're pushing on the community to share the, these interviews, share our pages, and uh, spread the word of all these different athletes and entrepreneurs and organizations and the, the rich history of Windsor sports. So until next time, again, my name is Drake Demore, your host for the Wind City Sports Podcast. We'll be back next Monday with another interview, probably featuring another Windsor Spitfire coach. We'll see how I feel. Uh, again, at Wind City underscore sports and at Drake Demore on social media, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you can find our podcast. And so many to listen to. Go through the list and see who you know or might want to learn about. Uh, again, thanks so much for listening. And until next time, smell you later.